0: What's something you dream of doing? Maybe you dream about places you'd like to visit, or what sort of job you might have when you grow up. In today's story, we'll meet a young man who dreams about making music. Music that makes the whole world dance. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called The Dancing Goats. Versions of this tale originally come from Spain in Southern Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our folktale, including Raul Esparza. Grown-ups, you might recognize Raul from his many starring roles on and off-Broadway, as well as the TV shows BoJack Horseman and Law & Order SVU. And if you're a kid, you may know Raúl's voice from the movie Ferdinand. So, circle around, everyone, for The Dancing Goats. Once upon a time, in a very green, very mountainous part of Spain called Galicia, there was a farm. It was a small farm down in the valley, and it produced just enough potatoes, apples, and pears to support the family who lived there, a mother, a father, and their three sons. The two older brothers, Santiago and Gonzalo, were extremely competitive. Day in and day out, Santiago and Gonzalo raced through their farm work. Each one was determined to plant even more potatoes and pick even more apples and pears than the other. But the third and youngest brother, Hugo, He had
1: no desire to compete on the farm. He longed to do something else. Play music. If only I could become a real musician and play music that makes the whole world get up and dance.
0: As for what kind of music, well, one of the most popular instruments in Galicia was the gaita. The gaita was essentially a set of bagpipes with the bag made from
1: animal hide. In this case, a goat. Oh, how wonderful it would be to have a gaita of my own, to climb up into the great green mountains and let my gaita sing out across the hills and valleys.
0: But Hugo knew what was expected of him on the farm. He also knew his parents were having trouble making ends meet, so he did his best to lend a hand. The trouble is, his two older brothers were so fast, there wasn't much left for Hugo to do. So, he spent most days sitting in the fields, dreaming about music. Eventually, his parents began to worry.
2: Oh, darling, it's obvious Hugo has no interest in being a farmer. Clearly, his heart is in his music.
3: Yes, but how in the world can he support himself as a musician? He needs to learn a trade that will put food on the table.
2: Well... You know my brother has that herd of goats up in the mountains. He's getting older, and I asked him if he'd like some help. What if he hires Hugo as his goat herd?
3: Marvelous idea, my dear. We'll send the boy off first thing tomorrow.
0: The next morning, Hugo was surprised when his parents shared the news. After all, what did he know about goats? But after just a few days working for his
1: uncle, Hugo discovered...
0: He enjoyed it.
1: Here, Blanco. Here, Coco. Pepe, don't think I don't see you hiding behind that rock. (laughs) Oh, what a fantastic life. I get plenty of fresh air, and the goats are sweet as can be. There's just one thing missing. And can
0: you guess what that one thing was? That's right. Music.
1: I've been dreaming about playing the gaita up in the great green mountains forever. Now I have the mountains. But no Gaita.
0: Then, one day, Hugo met
1: an old woman. Good afternoon. What brings you up here to the mountains?
2: The woman sighed. Why, thank you for asking, young man. I'm afraid I've lost my way. I've been wandering around for hours now, and I'm very hungry. M- might you have anything for an old
1: woman to eat? Hugo rummaged around in his satchel. Of course I do. Here. Here. Take my bread, oh, oh, and cheese. I tend to pack a lot of snacks during these long days with the goats. Thank you, young man. What's your name?
2: Hugo. Hugo. Thank you for sharing your food with me. Tell me, don't you get lonely up here? Aren't you afraid being by yourself so much of the time? Hugo
1: smiled. Actually, madam, I love the mountains. I love the goats, too. I'm not lonely or afraid.
3: Hmm.
2: You really do seem happy. But is there nothing you want? Not even one little thing?
1: Well, I mean, since you asked. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to own a gaita. I have always dreamt of letting its music sing out across the hills and valleys, of playing music that makes the whole world get up and dance. Well, if it's a gaita you want, it's a gaita you'll
0: get. And with that, the old woman reached inside her cloak and brought out, yes, a gaita. The bag was old and weathered, but when Hugo began to play, it produced a deep, rich sound. So deep and rich, in fact, that something extraordinary happened. What do you think happened when Hugo started playing the Gaita? We'll find out after a quick break. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Dancing Goats. When we left off, a young man named Hugo had just received something he'd been wanting for a long time. A gaita, or Spanish bagpipes. His parents had sent him up to the mountains to herd goats for his uncle, One day, a mysterious old woman appeared and gave Hugo, yes, a gaita. Immediately, he began to play. And when he did, all of Hugo's goats began to dance and dance and dance. And when Hugo stopped playing his music, the goats stopped dancing and immediately began gobbling up the grass, hungry from all the jumping and jiving, Hugo was about to thank the old woman for her gift, but when he looked around... Thank you so uh, much... She was gone. Huh. Months went by, and eventually the goat's owner, Hugo's uncle, decided to pay his herd a visit and see how Hugo was doing. When he climbed up to the mountain, he found his nephew lounging beneath a tree, with the goats splayed out on the grass around him.
3: Hugo, what's going on here? It is a night time. Why aren't the goats grazing?
1: Oh, hello, Uncle. The goats aren't grazing because they're resting. Resting?
3: I don't understand.
0: Ever the honest soul, Hugo told his uncle about the magic gaita he'd received and how it made the goats
3: dance. I must see this wondrous sight for myself. Go ahead, Hugo. Play. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Play.
0: So... Hugo played, and immediately the goats began to dance. But they weren't the only ones. Hugo! What's happening? No matter how hard Hugo's uncle tried to stop dancing, he simply could not, until the music stopped.
3: (sighs) Listen, Hugo, I don't know what kind of abracadabra hocus-pocus you're trying to pull. But I won't have it. You must go back to your parents' farm and never come back here.
0: Hugo was disappointed, but he didn't want to argue with his uncle. Okay, uncle. So Hugo packed up his gaita and went back to his family. When he told the story of what happened, his brothers, Santiago and Gonzalo, began begging him to play. Please! little
1: brother.
3: Maybe the ants will start dancing.
1: Maybe the caterpillars will join in, too. Come on, Hugo. We want to see your magic bagpipes at
0: work. But Hugo refused. He felt he'd already caused enough trouble. He continued carrying his gaito with him everywhere he went, but he simply would not play. One day, the boy's father asked Santiago, the oldest brother, to sell a sack of apples at the market. Halfway there, Santiago came upon an old woman. He didn't know it, but it was the same woman who'd given Hugo his magic gaita. Young man, I wonder, where are you going? Santiago was annoyed that a white-haired stranger was keeping him from his errand.
2: It's none of your business where
0: I'm going. Let me be. But the old woman would not let him be.
2: Tell me then. What's in your sack? Santiago rolled his eyes. If you must know, my sack is full of rats. The woman smiled. Rats, eh? Well, good luck with your rats, then. When Santiago
0: arrived at the market and opened his sack, what should he find inside but, yes, rats? One hundred squirming, wriggling rats who instantly began squirming and wriggling around the ankles of everyone at the market. Santiago was so embarrassed by the commotion he caused that he immediately dashed home and told his parents his apples had been stolen by thieves.
3: That's terrible, son. You must be shaken up. Gonzalo, your older brother needs to rest. Why don't you go to the market with this sack of pears? See what you can get for it. It'd be my pleasure, father. Halfway to the market,
0: Gonzalo also met the old woman. Though, of course, he had no idea who she was. Young man, I wonder, where are you going? Determined to outdo his older brother and sell all his pears, Gonzalo was miffed that this random
1: woman was slowing him down. It's none of your business where I'm going. Let me be.
2: But the old woman would not let him be. Tell me, then... "'What's in your sack?'
0: Santiago clenched his jaw. "'Nothing's in my sack,
1: except a flock of birds.'
2: The woman smiled. "'Birds, eh? Well, good luck with your
0: birds, then.' When Gonzalo arrived at the market and opened his sack, instead of gleaming, glistening pears, can you guess what he saw? That's right, a flock of birds.' Twittering, tweeting, chirping birds who instantly began twittering, tweeting, and chirping around the heads of everyone at the market. Santiago ran home empty-handed and told his parents that he, too, had been
3: overtaken by thieves. Well, Gonzalo, Santiago, clearly fortune is not in your favor. That leaves us with just one more option. Everyone's eyes turned to Hugo. Hugo... All I have left is this sack of potatoes. Take it to market, son, and sell it. Hugo's older brothers were aghast.
1: You're sending Hugo?
3: He's the slowest worker we've ever seen.
1: He's too busy dragging around those bagpipes. And not even playing them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With
0: his older brother's laughter ringing in his ears, Hugo set out with his sack of potatoes. Halfway to the market... He came upon the old woman. This time, she was wearing a dark veil over her eyes, so Hugo didn't recognize her. Young man,
2: I wonder, where are you going? Hugo stopped walking and smiled. I'm going to the market, madam. And tell me, what's in your sack? Oh, just some potatoes. Would you like some? No, thank you. But I have to ask, what is that other thing you're carrying? The bag,
1: with all the pipes. Oh, this? This is my gaita, my bagpipes. Not that I play anymore. Last time I did, I got into big trouble.
2: The woman furrowed her brow. Hmm, that's a shame. I sense that your gaita has brought you great joy. Why not do what makes you happy?
1: Hugo hung his head. I don't know. Maybe I will play,
2: when the time is right. And I hope that time is soon. Till then, good luck with your potatoes. And wouldn't you know it, good luck
0: is exactly what Hugo had. When he got to the market, his sack was overflowing with potatoes. The more potatoes he sold, the more potatoes there were in his sack. And the more potatoes there were in his sack, the more customers he got all day long. By the time Hugo left the market, his sack was emptied of potatoes and bursting with gold coins. His brothers were jealous when they saw his new fortune, but his parents were
3: overjoyed.
0: Oh,
2: Hugo! Well done, son! We
3: haven't had this much money in years, my boy! I tell you what, tomorrow I'll... Go with you to the market, and we'll use this money to buy all sorts of good things. Flour for bread, butter for toast. And eggs.
2: Do buy us some eggs. Perhaps we can hatch some. I've always wanted to raise chickens, but we could never afford them.
0: So the next morning, Hugo and his father went off to the market. By the end of the day, they had a bounty of goods piled high on a brand new wheelbarrow. On top was a big basket filled with plump brown eggs. As they returned home, Hugo's father was pushing the wheelbarrow and Hugo was holding his gaita. The young man thought
2: about what the old woman had said the day before. I sense that your gaita has brought you great joy. Why not do what makes you happy?
0: Before he knew what he was doing, Hugo was lifting up his gaita and bringing the mouthpiece to his lips.
3: Oh no, Hugo! What if the eggs begin to dance?
0: Put those bagpipes down this instant! But Hugo did not put his bagpipes down. Instead, he began to play. And as he did, he felt a rush of happiness wash over him happiness he hadn't felt since he played his Gaita for the goats way up in the great green mountains. Within moments, though, Father's prediction had come true. The plump brown eggs were indeed dancing, hopping and twisting up and down this way and that, right there in the basket. Please, Hugo, stop! We
3: don't want the eggs to crack open and...
0: Oh! Now Hugo's father was dancing too, shaking and shimmying right there in the middle of the road. But Hugo's heart was so full of joy, he couldn't stop playing. So that's how he and his father made their way home. Hugo playing the gaita and his dancing dad pushing a wheelbarrow full of hopping and twisting eggs. When they arrived at the farm, Hugo's mother heard the music and rushed
2: outside. What in the world is going on, you two? Oh! Just as
0: Hugo's mother began to dance, do you know what happened? All the plump brown eggs jumped out of their basket, cracked open on the ground, and fluffy yellow chicks popped out of each and every one as soon as the chicks were free from their shells. Can you guess what happened? That's right. They began dancing, too. My chickens! My
2: dream! Oh, Hugo, thank you!
0: Woo-woo-woo! Woo! From then on, Hugo played his gaita every single day. And whenever he played, the chicks danced. As with the goats, the chicks became fat and happy and grew up into fat and happy chickens. Chickens who laid the plumpest, brownest eggs, which in turn hatched into fluffy yellow chicks. When Hugo played his gaita, not even his brothers, Santiago and Gonzalo, could resist the urge to dance. And with all that dancing, the two of them became happier and kinder than they'd ever been. Instead of racing around, obsessing about outdoing one another, they took their time planting potatoes and picking apples and pears, laughing and singing all the while. And Hugo did his share of laughing and singing, too. After all, he'd achieved his dream of becoming a real musician and playing music that makes the whole world get up and dance. Now it's your turn. Think about music that makes you get up and dance. Maybe it's a specific song or a bunch of songs by a particular composer or musician. Perhaps it's a certain style or genre. Whatever it is, when you're done playing this podcast, find a way to play some of that music. Put on a recording, bang it out on the piano, or use your voice and sing. Then invite whoever's with you to get up and dance. The Dancing Goats was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear and edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert Original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis Our artist is Sabina Han Our intern is Gabby Merzowski Special thanks to this week's actors John Bell, Evan Casey, Carol Fisher Adam Mastriani, Tracy Lynn Oliveira Maurice Emmanuel Parent and Raul Esparza if you're in Chicago this April, you can see the four-time Tony Award nominee and Law and & Order SVU alum starring in Hamlet at Chicago Shakespeare Theatre. The featured instrument in today's story was the gaita. You can read about these Spanish bagpipes and see a picture on our website, wbur.org slash round Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? why not subscribe? We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please write us a review. It helps other people find the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us.